This is Shari Perak Al-Adif. We spoke last about the Midas Akas. And now we're moving on to the next Midas he talks about, which a person has to try and achieve a certain level of Nikias. And that's the Midas Akina. Akina means jealousy. Perak Al-Adif, yes. Towards the end, two or three pages before the end of the Perak. Let's look at what Mrs. Shari says, because we're going to see something very interesting here. And he says, Hakina gamhi ena elech isaren yedina v'sichnas. Jealousy comes from stupidity. A lack of knowledge is stupidity. Why? Being jealous doesn't get you anything. So it doesn't get anything by jealousy. And doesn't take away anything the person is jealous of. And if that's the case, it's a completely self-destructive bit. He brings a person a person who is a poiset, someone who is easily like led astray, gets killed by kin. But then he gets affected himself by his jealousy and doesn't affect anybody else. Now, it's an interesting thing. The musician spoke earlier about a different bad middle people have. He spoke about the middle of the comma, of wanting to take revenge. And there he said that it's such a hard middle to overcome the design to take revenge that only a malach can get away free from that middle. And he spoke, he described it, and he said it's something which my person feels is sweeter than honey. It's most like midrash to get revenge on someone else. And therefore he spoke about it as being an extremely difficult middle to overcome. And when it comes to jealousy, the magician goes out the extreme. And he says, because it's not a hard middle, it's a stupidity. What's the difference? If the reason why it's stupid, Kinna's stupidity in his machine is because the master, I only harm myself, not anybody else, then why is revenge any difference? If I'm going to actually take revenge, then yes, I want to damage the other person. But if I'm just going to feel thoughts of revenge, then it's exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Uh, all the bad sin, if I'm not going to actually implement revenge, I'm just going to feel how much I want to take revenge on the other person. He doesn't know about it. He doesn't care about it. I'm just harming myself. So why does the musician take such a different approach between the two minutes? Well, what to say? I'm sorry. By any, by, by... The answer is like this. The answer is, is that the nafkamina is... What are the factors which are necessary for the middle to come into play? So when it comes to the middle of taking revenge, so then he explains why it's something which is come out unavoidable. Because a person's malgish ma'oid a person feels, if he's insulted, he feels it a lot. And if he feels someone took advantage of him or someone took something from him, so it's natural that a person feels the starting point, which means he feels he's been wronged. And then, being able to overcome the desire to try and even the score, or get my own back, or take revenge, whatever it's going to be, is something which is very difficult. Not because it doesn't make sense, and we can say that the person isn't gaining anything by feeling they want to take revenge, but because we understand that there's a trigger which is very hard for a person to overcome. By when it comes to jealousy, like he's going to explain to us, there's absolutely no reason to start with it. There wasn't a strong trigger which makes the person jealous. And if that's the case, the stupidity of it is why did you go down that route to begin? And this, you should know, Rabbi Shol Santi says, is the key to Midas. And we spoke about it before, when we spoke about anger, it was the guy to anger, we'll speak about it again now. And that is, the inside of Midas is to understand that Midas are things which trigger naturally when something wakes them up. When something wakes them up. And Rabbi Shol Santi says, it could be a person sitting in this Medrash, and he's learning every day, and he thinks, I have no bad Midas. Um, did I get angry today? Did I take revenge today? Did I have a type of anything? No, I sat in that all day. 
And Mishra said, it's not the sign he doesn't have bad mitzvahs, just nothing happened to trigger his mitzvahs. And therefore, the fact that a person right now isn't being affected by a mitzvah, isn't being like pulled to do something by one of his mitzvahs, is because there's nothing there right now which is uh, which is triggering a mitzvah, which is waking it up. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have it. And when the trigger comes, so then he'll, that, that's how he's going to act. And then Mishra said, gave a marshal, he said, you could have a bach, a poor boy who... Sitting in Shiva, he never owned a thing in his life. When he's sitting in Shiva and learning, and he said, the tightest moment never applied to me. When I never had money, I never wanted money, I'm sorry to the night. He's looking at Mishra's arms, he's looking at the for years. And then one day he gets married, and his father will give him a bit of money on the side, and suddenly all he thinks about is that that few hundred rubles he has on the side, how's he going to invest in, how's he going to make money, how's he going to you know, become rich with it? Like, what happened to him? And the answer is, it wasn't that he didn't have the tightest moment before. He didn't have the moment. And therefore, there was no way for the mirror to work. And as soon as there's something which triggers a midah, then the midah works. And therefore, Yisrael says, the Yisrael is to stop a midah once the trigger is there, it's kind impossible. It's like an uh, instinctive thing. And the Aitza is to avoid being triggered, to avoid the situation which is going to cause it. We spoke about Kaas, so we saw then that the Messiah Shalom explained to us that Kaktonis is, is what triggers Kaas. And therefore, things don't make a difference to a person in the sense that therefore, I don't get worked up. It doesn't make a difference to me. So therefore, there's nothing to trigger the cast. If a person is in a situation where there's something which does trigger the cast, then it has to deal with it. It's much harder. And the same applies to other meters too. And therefore, what makes in the karma a very hard meter to overcome is you can't avoid the trigger. If somebody does something to harm me, naturally I'm going to feel the, the desire to, to, to fight back. And now to overcome that is very difficult. Of course, uh, if no one's doing anything to harm me, I don't feel the karma. It's not because I've overcome the mitzvah. It's because I'm not, I'm not being challenged with that mitzvah. But when the guy does do something to me, it does a bit after. So then, of course, now it's not up to me. But Lemayis is something triggers the mitzvah of the karma, and now it's very hard to overcome that. And you're not in control of other people. And I'm not in control of what other people do. So therefore, of course, I can try work on the mitzvah, but it's very difficult because working on the mitzvah means not avoiding the mitzvah or preventing the trigger from happening. It's once something happens, how to control it. That's very difficult. That means the malach. Why not employ the same tactic with jealousy? Now, when it comes to jealousy, to there's no reason to get jealous. That's exactly the point the Messiah was going to tell us. Because we say there's no reason to get jealous. If you can stop, to no. To get the, the, the answer is the, the answer is because we're going to see because it's an illogical mirror to start with, and therefore a person works in it and he doesn't get triggered. And if that's the case, why do you get into it? There was only forcing you to start off that route, go that route, so that I can avoid it. So that's the easy method he says to overcome. So what's the difference here? The difference is that some here is somebody else. Somebody else does something to harm me, and it's natural. It's like he says, it's the nature so of a person. Shliach. But if you if you if you say the same thing, it was supposed to happen to me. Okay, so someone else did it. That's not my problem. It's between him and Hashem. I was supposed to have that thing happen. You're right. He's going to do the trigger. You're right. It's it's a way to try, but like the the musician says, it's very difficult because it, look, it was a mistake. I think, okay, you know, so the guy knocked over his coat covering my suit. It's meant to happen. So uh, it's, it's easier to deal with that. But if you look at the then it's very hard to say, like, uh, he has nothing to do with him. It's meant to happen. You're right, that's the way to work on it. But not to feel clear that he did something badafka when it was badafka. <coughs> you don't just knock, knock over the coat. He took the thing and threw it at me. But then uh, I don't know, but I, I feel it. It's very hard to overcome that trick. Machanka, when it comes to jealousy, he says, it's not a hard minute, it's stupidity. Because you cause it to yourself. There was no reason to get jealous. And if that's the case, you can avoid the trigger. And if that's the case, it's an easy method to work on because you didn't have to put yourself into the situation where it would, where it would affect you.
And how does he explain it? And he says, where does he listen to the shrine? Look at the next line he says. Omnam, yesh mi shesiklusa rabba kol kach, people who are so stupid, ad shi'im yirech lechavera eze toiva. When he sees his friend has something good that he doesn't have, it's going to cause him to be hurt and to be upset. And he can't even enjoy what he has. And look what he calls that. The person is so stupid that that's what he left that happen to him. In other words, the person has the things Hashem gave him and the things that can make him happy. But the fact that somebody else has something which he doesn't have, that's going to make him not even enjoy what he has himself. And the system is gathered for that. That's absolute stupidity. Why? Because the tsar of Mashuroi, Yerchaveroi, what the tsar receives by somebody else, is going to affect him to the level that he can't even appreciate what he has himself. And then that's a middle which a person has caused himself. There was no reason to do that. Is it not a natural thing that a person feels jealous when he sees somebody else with something so he doesn't why have? Why does every kid say he got a bigger piece? So, Bamis is the Rishonim asks this question. And the Rishonim asks the question on the Sarasa Dibris. And the answer says the Dibris is which means don't want what other people have. And the Rishonim of Ezra and he brings other Rishonim asks as well. They ask, what do you mean don't want? You can tell me don't do something about it, but how can I not want? No, I see him with a brand new car. Or, or I see someone who's just written a whole set of swear. Oh, I just put a point in as a Rosh Hashiva. Or as a politician, I don't know, whatever the person considers important. So how, how's it going to be that I don't want? You can tell me, uh, don't take action, don't do anything about it, but what you can't be let decide if don't want it, how am I going to feel it? And uh, the number of answers in the Rishonim to the question, the answer that I have in Ezra um, is that, I'll just translate it in our terms, this is let's say you happen to, it's not such a big deal, but let's say you would happen to watch uh, a royal procession. Okay. The royal procession. You'd see the royal king procession. in his royal coach, you'd see all the guards around him, you'd see him being led away in pomp and ceremony, and you think, wow, I wish I was the king. Right? Maybe they no one's the king anyway, but even once upon a time when the king actually had power. Right? So no one's going to think that. No one's going to think that, because never, I wasn't born into a royal family, I had no aspirations to the throne. So it's nothing which ever occurred to me. It was very nice for him. But it wasn't something I really ever thought that I really wish I could be. And that's the case. So he says, you know, do I feel jealous for him? No. I don't. Because it wasn't something which I thought, I, I thought that really I should have that. And therefore I'm jealous because he has it and I don't. And therefore, as everyone has explained to you, sorry, the jealousy comes from the fact of what he has, I really should have. And therefore I feel jealous because how come he has it and I don't have it, when I think it really I should have it? Now, if a person starts off with that, uh, that, that isn't taken for granted, that what someone else says I should have. He goes, what he has, I have what I have, people are different. So then seeing something by somebody else isn't going to trigger that matter of jealousy by me, because just because he has it doesn't mean I have to have it. Now, you should know something, that, that today it's hard for people to understand this. Today it's hard for people to understand this, but the reason for that is, is because today's culture is built on exactly the opposite of Today's culture, and this is uh, what we call the American culture of advertising, is built on Ashkafa. If someone else can have it, I want it too. 
And therefore, Hashem, if someone else has, and you're also going to want it, then you can also have it. And therefore, it's built on the Hanukkah. There's no such thing as someone else has something which I don't. That's it's so ingrained, in the, which is the whole point of advertising, is that you see someone else has something, so why did you have it? And if they have it, you can have it. It's built on the opposite of Hanukkah. It's built on the Hanukkah that anything I see by somebody else, I want as well. And especially with social media and everything, you oh, do course. see everything by everybody. Exactly. And then the whole point of it is to advertise, look what I've got. And, wow, we want that also. Look what I've got. We want that also. It's, 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 it's reinforcing the wrong, the wrong starting point, which makes, for us, kind a very difficult mirror to work on. Because if we're used to that mindset of whatever you see by somebody else, well, of course, that's the thing to have. I also want that. So then it becomes something which is harder to overcome. It's harder to overcome. It becomes something I have to have it too. And, uh, but, but, but the whole thing is that's a toast. Like the children already said, the right way to look at something is, okay, people are different. <laughs> he has what he has, I have what I have. And just like if things which is clear to me, they come in the Shemayim. So no one's going to you know, be jealous about what someone else has, because we know that, that, that Hashem, there's something that Hashem has said. There's nothing to be jealous about. It's not Nagay. Uh, well, for example, uh, the, the children Hashem gives a person, or the appearance Hashem gives a person, things like that. Uh, there's certain things we know. Hashem decided. There's nothing to be jealous. There's nothing to, it's, it's not even worth thinking about. Nothing's going to change. That's what Hashem made me. That's what Hashem made him. And that's the way it is. Nothing, I can't change that. If that's the case, that should apply to everything. And the, it's the other way around. The Rishonim see that as a square of shutter. The, the, simple, the simple way of looking at it should be, okay, so here's something which is his. Don't think it was ever in the gear for you. Don't, don't, be, don't want his things because they were never meant for you in the first place. They were meant for well, you got to, Hashem wants him to get, you Hashem wants you to get, there's no reason to start. It's, and that's why the way that the, that the Rishonim, uh, the Rishonim look at Kena, and it's a mirror which you, don't, you can avoid easily. You can avoid easily. And that is, don't want other people's things. Understand, I shouldn't get him what's good for him, I shouldn't get you what's good for you. But, when, in the culture of today, when, like I said, the whole world of advertising is, be- is built on creating Kena. Creating the feel that if someone else is there, I want it also. And uh, the unnecessary thing, well, they had a good luck to them, I, I can't. Then he made it. It does become a much harder minute to overcome. Because then naturally, when a person sees something else, he's like, okay, so that's the thing to get. I want it too. Now, that's the first point he brings. And the second one that Shishan brings is, V'mash Omar Allah V'achachem, Rekav Atzom Iskinu. It's a positive condition. And the positive means is what causes a person's bonds to rot is jealousy. And that the Gemara says in Shabbos, that if a person never gets jealous, his, his body won't rot in the grave. That's a Gemara. The Gemara says about a certain Gemara that nothing happened to him after he died. And he said the reason is he was never jealous. He was never jealous and he married the body stays whole. Why? What's the one with the other one? So the Maral explains this. I don't know where it is. The Maral is on this idea. And then I'll explain like this. What's the idea of, of why being generous would cause a person to write? Like, would, would cause a person to disintegrate? So Maral explains like this. Maral explains that Ba'etzim, the side of jealousy, like we explained before, is not wanting to be me. Not wanting to be me. I want to be them. I want to have what they have. I want to you know, experience what they experience. I want to, I want to be them. I don't want to be me. And he says, therefore, by being jealous, a person is really destroying his 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 identity of himself, what he's meant to be. Uh, because I'm suddenly trying to be what the other person is. 
I don't try anything. And this is the second stage kinna, which is a much more insidious kinna. The first stage kinna is to think that I want what that person has. He has something nice, I want that too. He did a certain thing, I want to do it also. That's one kind of kinna. There's a deeper kinna, and you see this in society more and more also. And that is not just I want to have what he has. That's really I want to be him. And therefore I'm going to try and be as similar as possible because I'm really jealous of the person, not of what he has. And therefore I want to be them. And uh, as much as I can mirror my life on theirs and model myself over them, it's more I feel in a way I'm being them. And that's much more uh, certain in terms of the morale. A person is, so to speak, giving up himself to drive you somebody else. Now, morale says, and this is always the morale story, the the essence of something, it's nature, it's, it's essence. When a person wants to be himself, so then by essence he keeps his own essence. When a person wants to be somebody else, he gives up his essence. And therefore he says that the, the recovered somewhere, so what causes the person himself to disintegrate is the fact he's trying to be someone else. Whereas when a person wants to be what he is, so then other, what he is, he, 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 he saves, he maintains, and therefore he doesn't get affected either. Okay, it's all there it's a nice idea, but the Yisrael is for sure true. And that is, there's sometimes a kind of, of a specific item or a specific thing, and there's sometimes it's much more than that. It's a kind of, really, I want to be that person. And therefore, I'm doing everything to be as similar to them as possible. Kiido, I'm going to vicariously live the way they live. Be, be them. And then physically, and then you give up You give up yourself. You give up yourself to live be and be somebody else. And again, remember, this is exactly what the world of advertising wants you to think. Because I mean, one of the big things in advertising always has been you find some celebrity or some sports figure or some whatever who drinks coke, who eats cornflakes. And what's the difference? But for all the wannabes who want to be like them, they'll do the things he does. Mm-hmm. Right? Or did, uh, it, if you're going to tell him that he has a brand new car, a new house, okay, maybe. He eats cornflakes, big deal. Okay, I, like, I like something else, I like curious. But well, why would that influence me? The answer is it's all the people who are jealous that they want to be the person. And therefore, how am I going to be the person? I'll wear what he wears, I'll eat what he eats, I'll act they, like he acts. They lose their identity. They lose identity. So that, that the Gemara in Other places, Sota talks about that the Makani loses himself. It's exactly the same you said. It's a jealousy which kills a person loses his identity to be somebody else. And like I'm saying, even today, it's such a strong middah because it's one of the most powerful middahs in any kind of media, in any kind of advertising. But to be honest, it's all built on a mistake. The whole thing is built in a mistake. And that is, that a person isn't meant to try to be someone else. A person is meant to be themselves. And if that's the case, and this is the important point, that as much as it's, uh, as it's, it's a common mirror today, but the trigger is completely internal. What makes the person jealous is coming from a mindset which he developed for himself. And that is, I want to have what they have. Or I want to be what they are. They're not forcing you to do that. You're doing it to yourself. And that ends. Therefore, like the comment Shalom says, as the Edson, it's an easier method to overcome because I can decide not to get triggered by it. I can decide that's not going to make a difference to me. And the MS is, and this is the starting point of how to work in the middle, there are those areas where you don't want what somebody else says. Obviously, what the person shows you is what's good about it and what's, what people will be jealous of. What they don't show you is the thing that you're not gonna, they're not, they're not, people aren't going to want to be and uh, there's always two sides to the story. They might have uh, something in one area which is very impressive, 
But on the other hand, there's something that's not impressive. No, you don't want to be there. You can't be half a person. You can't be half a person. If you want to be the person, you have to see the package deal. You have to see. Oh, we can't say that. And that's what they say in the Melbourne, as far as I remember. And the virus is like Tasavah. Is if you want to be jealous, then there's a package deal. You have to know everything's going on in his life, not just the part of the the part of the things that you like about him. See the whole picture. You'll see not everything is so beautiful, and therefore that's the way also to to understand to try and be somebody else is really you have to see the whole story of what they are. You said not everything about somebody else's life is so wonderful and so impressive and so fantastic. You think, wow, he's got every gift I should possibly give. I wish I could be him. No, he's showing off the things that he knows people lack. There's the other parts which aren't so impressive, which they're not showing off. But understand, you want to be somebody else, you have to know the whole story. You have to know everything which goes into someone else. And therefore, again, there's, there's a famous story about the Chavetz Chaim. I'll finish with this. As you know, in his younger years, the Chavetz Chaim was extremely, extremely poor. He sat and learned all day, but he had nothing. As he did, his wife used to go to the baker and sweep the flour off the counters to get to, to put in it, to try and make uh, enough dough to feed her kids. So one time, she, she says to her husband, like, oh, no, it's like, uh, this is disappointing, sadness. She says, like I said, it's not fair. She said, look, you're sitting and learning, all our kids are sitting and learning, and we can't afford to put bread on the table. And so I never across the street. No more, it's the point you can barely read Ashma Kodesh. And look how wealthy he is, he's so much food. So, uh, you know, it's the whole time And he says, Look, he said, Vayu Baruch Hashem, you haven't come to The children are growing up with their Chatera. So much to be grateful for. For him, what do you want Hashem to do? To take away his food also. Then he's absolutely nothing. Of course, he should be happy, it's food to But it's so true. You look at somebody else, you look at one point about their life. Oh, I wish I had that. Look at the whole picture. No, there are other things you don't want to be. And that's why he says, kin is the middle which the person thinks about. Okay, so the big deal. So in this area they have something. Give them the one thing. Never learn of everything else. And that's, uh, being as a trigger is something which is internal, and something which is a sikhlus, a stupidity, because a person himself can work on that, that he's not going to get triggered in any matter, he'll be able to overcome the middle too.